everyone, and welcome to A Nightmare on Fear Street. A monstrous podcast about all things horror. If you like what you hear today, then you can follow us on all of the usual socials or subscribe to our Patreon for bonus content and merch. You can find all of that by visiting us at allmylinks.com backslash A Nightmare on Fear Street or in our episode descriptions wherever you're listening to this podcast at. Today we're covering Paranormal Activity 4. This begins our official summer theme of surprise. I wanted to call it surprise motherfuckers because of Egrin in our episode. (laughs) (laughs) But this summer's theme is surprise. And we let a wheel tell us what we're covering on Thursday. The wheel made us do it. Inspired, right? No decisions. It's all in the wheel. Jesus, take the wheel. Um, (laughs) (laughs) He showed it this month. Listen, listen. (laughs) Jesus was with us. (laughs) <laughs> Toby was like, I got ideas. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he showed it this movie. Uh, all right. So, yeah. So, we're continuing, actually. This is, well, this is just the perfect continuance from last month <laughs> uh, to Paranormal Activity 4. Sheree, what what are your thoughts? Whew, um, child, I, <laughs> I, this is not my favorite, but also I've seen worse in this franchise. I, stri- I legitimately forgot this movie existed. I was watching it um, Friday after the Will told us to watch it. And I was like, I don't remember this, but I remember certain scenes. What what happens here? Yeah, same. I remember like the time, every time she snuck over to their house, that's what I remembered. <laughs> I remember everything with her closet. Um, and I remember some of the creepy kids stuff because creepy kids are central to <laughs> this franchise. Right. I, yeah, I will say, I thought that Wyatt was precious. And I actually liked that for once we actually had a positive familial relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you might have gotten that a little bit with the the dude from three, but like her he and his sister were like she was genuinely caring for him, like when they trying to distract him when parents were fighting and like genuinely worried about him. And then like and I thought that making that really effective in the beginning made when he like tore away from her at the end to go hang out with possessed boy uh, Robbie. <laughs> that, he just violence. <laughs> that made it even more effective because I understood why she was so concerned for him. You know what I mean? I I'm happy you clocked that because one of my notes is definitely how these parents seem like strangers who never spoke until they started fighting in this house. And I was like, why are you married? Why do you have two kids? Why do you live together? <laughs> right. We, Why'd you adopt? <laughs> listen, listen, you don't need to bring more kids into this mess. Clearly. Because <laughs> like, they every time they are in a room together, it's the end of a fight. Or I, I know what I said. Let's go to bed. And he's like, but like we're haunted. Let's go to bed. And I'm like, why are you this way? Who, who, who yeah. put you together? They scene where the fucking knife flies into the countertop and the dad's like uh, 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 uh. and the mom's like come to bed or don't I don't care whatever he's like can we all talk about how that knife was up there for like three days it was up there for so long I forgot to care and no one looked for it no one was like let's look up she was like I lost my mind like bitch you was cutting peppers with something and also what kind of demons just hanging out there for four days being like I'm a surprise them at one point I'm waiting for the perfect time like be more active in your vengeance please I've said that before and I'll say it again (laughs) (laughs) it also creeps me out that Toby because it's not just in this movie it's in three as well that Toby is depicted as a child I mean children are evil 
truly. But like, if you give me a demon, give me like a full grown adult demon. Don't give me. <laughs> now, no, children are the future. They are evil. I was a child once. Um, <laughs> like, kids are scarier because you can't technically hit them in public. That's frowned upon. Whereas an adult, if you walk past two adults fighting, you're like, oh, must be a Friday. <laughs> Get your shit out. Um, whereas somebody's like stomping on a kid, you're like, whoa, 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 you want to intervene. So, of course, evil's like, I'm going to hide in this little body. Like Lilith and Supernatural. Nobody's going to smack a little girl, except for Sam and Dean Winchester, because they know better. But even then, it's like, you two can't be jumping little kids at this daycare. <laughs> They're going to do it secretively. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> yeah, I guess if I had to smite her real quick when nobody's looking, you can't just like pull up on her like you're an adult. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I I do. I, I appreciate us trying little boys because it's all little girls always in this franchise, but they're not as creepy as the sisters were in the third one. Yeah. And I, okay. It's been a minute since we watched the first three. A whole bunch. I, <laughs> I can't remember, like, who. So you have Robbie, who is actually, what's his actual name? You know what? How dare you ask me a pop quiz question? Um, <laughs> Hunter. Uh, okay, but then she didn't they call Wyatt Hunter? You know what? Um, there were a lot of kids, and I don't know all their names. <laughs> I'm gonna look this up real quick because I was really confused about the continuity issues here because, like, who was Hunter? I I thought Hunter was the one that was abducted by Katie, but also I can't prove that because there were two little boys and they. I can't tell them apart because little boys are just awkward naturally and they have the same swoopy haircut. But in the first one, in the first two, there's only one little boy, right? Katie's collecting kids now because her and Toby are raising a duck hair of possessed little girls and boys. And so I don't <laughs> know who the other kid is. And everyone's name is Hunter. Hello, Hunter. This... Hunter 1, Hunter 2, Hunter 3, Hunter 4. Right, right. It's like Stranger Things, but instead of numbers, it's Hunters. Yeah, so Hunter is the one she abducted. So that's Robbie. But then they start calling... Wyatt Hunter and saying that's your that's your real name, but it's not his real. I don't. I'm so confused. I again, they gave these boys the same haircuts and like <laughs> because they have little boy energy, they have the same energy, and so I I didn't know which boy we were coming to collect, which one we were leaving at any time. Like I just I didn't. <laughs> I do because I think I also think this is the first one in the franchise so far in the in the ones that we've covered. That doesn't have the original creator involved. And it showed. According it to this cast page, Brady Allen played Robbie and nobody else. So Hunter slash Wyatt was Aiden Love Camp. Yes. So yeah, and I think yeah, I think that's where the continuity issues are coming from, because like he was not involved. <laughs> they needed his I, help. I, I think they needed lots of help. I don't know if the creator specifically is the one who could say this best. Um I one of the things I appreciated or I felt was weird was that first half, Catherine Newton is a baby, like a child. She's a fetus. And also her and Matt Shively are the two names that I know. Because like I, I watch a lot of TV, so I saw The Real O'Neills. And I was like, oh, you did do a movie. I forgot it was this one because I forgot this movie. And I also <laughs> forgot I saw Catherine Newton here before I saw her in Big Little Lies and Freaky. And I was like, oh, these are the two names. Yeah. And so it's kind of cool when the youth are the people you're like, I know them. And everybody else, you're like, who are these old people? Why are they in this house? <laughs> Katie got a new haircut. Good for her. Uh, and I will also say, I did not know Catherine Newton had a Twitter until she liked my tweet about watching this. So Hello. I don't think a lot of people 
right? Shout out Catherine Newton. Right? I don't think a lot of people are kind about this one, obviously. And so I think she was just happy to not see this fucking movie blows. Because um, I was just like, now I'm watching because the will said so. Uh, I will say, Catherine Newton is not the problem in this film, so she should not feel bad about this movie. <laughs> I have never looked at a Catherine Newton project and been like, she's the problem. Um, <laughs> that has never been the energy. I, I've had other questions. Big Little Last Season 2. Um, <laughs> I've but, never been like, this bitch. <laughs> but can we talk, okay. Let's talk about Mr. Matt Shively playing Ben. Perfectly yeah. cast. He's not the problem here. But it I didn't look how much older he is than her, though, in the real world. That's always oogie to me, but go on. Mm, that is true. He didn't look older, but again, you don't, I, you know, looks or looks. I Googled, because I was like, he was a little old on the O'Neills, and this wasn't that further along, and Captain Newton is, again, a toddler. And I was like, ooh, Hollywood, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> But it would annoy the piss out of me if my boyfriend filmed literally everything. I'd be like, put that fucking camera down. This is fucking annoying. And then if he filmed me when I was sleeping, yes. it'd be over. It'd be, I'd be like, goodbye. Get out. Get the fuck out. No, when I saw that, I was like, well, this is his last scene, right? <laughs> and it wasn't. Because white men get with everything. Um, <laughs> I don't understand. He was like, like, my computer did it. My computer, Bitch, your computer didn't do that. You, listen, listen. You got some shit on her computer, um, and you're a little creep, and that's what it. That's what it is. Uh, I, <laughs> I thought when Katie showed up with her new hair, things were gonna start popping off, and they didn't. We still were just kind of like, meh. When Katie came back from her doctor's office, her her little sickness. That's when I was like, oh, here go, here shit goes. Katie's right? back, chaotic Katie. <laughs> Katie, Katie, she's the bringer of chaos. And I was like, oh yeah, she's about to pop off. But also we watched the unedited, unrated version on Amazon Prime, which is there yes. until like, I think the 12th of July. So if you're listening to this, run on over, run on over. But <laughs> I'm curious about what they, like, what's not in the, because there is genuinely 10 minutes. It's 10 minutes longer. They didn't need that 10 minutes because nothing happened. I feel like if anything, they needed things to happen sooner. And so shorting it would have been better. Because again, like that knife was in the ceiling for like a week. I forgot about it. So when it failed, I was like, oh, that's right. That demon did do that. Yeah, I I, I agree. And I'm so I'm curious if we watch the unrated version, what scares or what like quote unquote stuff did they cut out? Was it just still more waiting <laughs> are there scares are there scares <laughs> that's part of a hot take so we'll get there but yeah i that, that i i know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna rewatch the unrated ver- or the rated version now but i i'm curious if anyone has seen the rated version let us know i look i come to plan activity for the jump scares i'm not gonna lie i know what i'm doing um i'm not coming here for like a weighty commentary or like an 824 moment I'm coming here to have demons stop around and like snatch people. And when you don't do that, are you paranormal activity? Cause like the kills are boring. Um, I hate it. I hate saying the kills are boring in any movie, even if it is not a horror movie. Like if you're going to kill somebody in a movie, go big. Yeah. And okay. Here's my problem with this franchise now, as we've continued to watch more of them. And it's not really a big problem. It's just, I, it's getting old. This situation where like, Katie herself, not necessarily the, the demon when like the demon is invisible and doing shit. Like that's scary. But like when it's Katie, and I understand Katie is possessed, like Katie has powers that the demon has given her. 
but it, it, like she's a little too overpowered for me. It's like there's no struggle, there's no fight, there's no. It's like nope, oh, you did. Okay, my next and oh, you did. Nope, nope, oh, you did. Nope, nope, oh, you did. My thing is that could be exciting because I live for a bitch with a like layered cut to walk in and just like blow people away without moving. Like, give me that, give me that, give me that. But yeah. the thing is, it's just they were never like suspenseful or like exciting. Yeah, she was just like, I'm ready to be done now. Um, and it's not like Willow bored now and flaying somebody because that's exciting. Like, give me some yeah. that. Skin somebody. Yeah. She's just kind of like into the camera with you and she seems bored. Her heart's not in it anymore. Um, <laughs> she's she's just going through the motions. You know? <laughs> uh, yeah. And, and like at this point, the fourth film in the franchise, you've got to flip some, do something a little different, but keep the, the heart of things true. Or, re, or you got to keep what makes it great, but change a couple things to make people on to keep people on their toes, you know. Like, and this one just is, it didn't do that because she's just doing the same shit she did in one, two, one, and two. She did the same shit again, like the same story, different day. It makes me sad because the first three, they they were actually doing something, even if like the third one's not my favorite. But they were all doing something and I can respect that. Whereas this one is just like, we were just like here with a camera. Yeah. Um, and also moving to them having their computers open forever and always. I think that that is, that is, that is worse than just putting up a security system. Mm-hmm. They ruined their, they ruined their computer batteries. You know that. Right. Plus when this I was is 2011, they really were, they really ruined them. <laughs> Listen, these computers have been plugged up and not going anywhere. It would have been like, you could see the first five feet and then we're done. Like, <laughs> she's all out in the garage and shit like what is your wi-fi situation 2011 right exactly and yeah and i agree with you i think the first three and i love three three is my favorite one of the three of the first three but the, yeah each one of them adds something to the story that keeps me engaged it keeps me interested this one i think they did try to add something with like the continuance of katie and her abduction but then it didn't make sense. Why is she going for another kid? You've got to give me more world building to get me to follow the story. And it didn't give me there. That's my other thing is that like Katie kidnapped this baby however many years ago. Cause again, I don't understand timelines. And then she, she came back to get another kid. And I'm like, this is too many kids. You only needed the one. I thought how many relatives are out here having babies to put them up for adoption. Right, and it had to have been because uh, Robbie now is what he's eight or nine, and this so he was a baby. So I mean, gotta be at least at least seven years, maybe. You know, he might have been one. And that's why her hairstyle changed. Um, he couldn't have been one because, like, they were like new baby. I don't know how to leave. Oh yeah, because he comes home house. from the hospital and two. Right, right, yeah. yeah. They bring him home from the hospital, so he's got to be eight <laughs> years, nine years. Like, this one is definitely, like, that dip in quality that I was hoping wouldn't come until next of kin. I, like, this one, I, I literally forgot what happened in this one. Like, even on Thursday, Thursday, when Josh Wallace was like, which one is that? I was like, um, I know I've seen them all, <laughs> but I can't tell you what this one's about. Right. And, uh, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, I, I didn't hate this movie, but it, it's, it's not nearly as good as the first three. I won't watch it again. I'm not that I remember it. Uh <laughs> yeah, I probably won't either. I mean, like, I don't know. I probably won't. But here's my other question for you, Sheree. 
this is some white people bullshit. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All of it. <laughs> what What do you think would happen if you had decided to sneak over because you saw cars at your neighbor's house and then sneak over to your neighbor's house at two in the morning in their gate, like in their on their property through their front gate? Like I was like, girl, what are you doing? No, no, we don't get to sneak into anybody's shit as black people. We can't even go to the grocery yeah. store in broad daylight. So, like, I know we're not sneaking <laughs> on other people's shit. I mean, me as a fellow white person, I was even like, girl, it is two thirty a.m. Go to bed. Listen, they are giving y'all bad names out here. You have these horror movie makers <laughs> to be like, like, can we not? Can we I not? I mean, no, we give ourselves bad names. Let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm sure some white person would be like, I did that when I was 16. I'd be like, well, why right. the fuck did you do that? Probably that right now with a flashlight. Just out there. Like, I heard a noise in your property, so I'm going over to investigate. We don't <laughs> investigate. I also like, what woke her up? So she woke up at like 2, and there's cars on the, on the cross the street. But yet she doesn't wake up when she's being fucking levitated and covers are ripped off of her. Listen, <laughs> listen. It was a very Dua Lipa moment when uh, she was levitating. <laughs> They're saying light is a feather, sleep is a poor with this bitch. And she's like, nah, I'm tired. I'm good. I was <laughs> like, is this girl a light sleeper or a deep sleeper? Because she's done both in this movie, and I don't understand. She was unconscious. Like, Toby slipped her something, because that bitch was not moving. She was like, ah, oh, no, they rotated her like a rotisserie chicken. And she didn't she didn't blink. She didn't, she didn't shudder. And she Wyatt was like, just sitting there watching the whole thing. Right. Also, creepy little boys. Creepy little boys. They want to come in bed with her for whomst. Right. Fumst. For Fumst. Fumst is. <laughs> I will say one dialogue exchange that I thought really worked for this movie is when Ben, the boyfriend, is talking to Robbie, and he's like trying to get him to tell him who the imaginary friend is or whatever. And Robbie goes, "He doesn't. He does not like you." He said, "Who doesn't like me? You'll find out." The fuck. I was like, that's accurate. That's exactly what my response would be. The fuck? The fuck? And that's when you quit. That's when you break up with this girl. You're like, you got demons. No, people, Nobody brings up with people and their demons. Like, I, I know that I am a commitment phobe, so I quit everybody and everything. But, like, I need y'all to also leave people who got demons. At some right. point, you look at a person and be like, you levitated, and you got creepy kids running around your house hopping in your bed. I'm going to step aside. And <laughs> let, let you, y'all let you handle your shit, and then we mm-hmm. might talk. Would you get your exercised? And by might, I mean no. Because again, if you had demons once, you're going to have them again. That's a recurring situation. That's not a one and done. (laughs) It's not like bad veins. You can fix it. (laughs) They're with you for life. Right. I, yeah. I will say the one part of this film that worked for me, as in like, as the first two did with the tension building and the, and yeah, there's that, that build of dread is when she, Katie, not, yeah, when Katie is, like, apparently sleeping on their couch and Alex walks down and goes into the kitchen and Katie's like, hello. And I'm like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. But then she gets stuck in the garage and the car goes going and I was like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. And that was, I was like, okay, that scene and Katie's trying to get Hunt, Wyatt Hunter. Uh, Hunter I was Wyatt. Like, that is the new Mika Mika. Mika Mika, yeah. <laughs> Your name's Hunter. No, it's not. That's right. Robbie's name. I'm confused. <laughs> Whose name 
is it? That's the show we need. Whose name is it? Um, <laughs> Who is Hunter? Like, I'm happy you had some tense moments because I was just like, okay. And then it was over. And I was That's like, the oh. only one, but... Listen, I I had nothing. I had nothing. I felt like I I think I got more dread going down to check the mail um <laughs> the other day <laughs> to be like, do I have any mail finally? Because I just moved. Do I? That was more tension in this movie. <laughs> do I have bills yet? Okay. Right? Have they found me? <laughs> what is Xfinity done? <laughs> um, that was the dread. And then I watched this movie. I was like, oh, this is relaxing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the only part for me. But yeah, I thought, and then, and actually, for once, I kind of got what I wanted with like the 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 fight to stay alive, because she showed it, bust that window out that car, like that that just like the song says, <laughs> and drove that bitch out the garage. Didn't she? And then when they tried to gaslight, she's like, "No, I didn't have a key, Dad. I didn't have a key. How can I do it with a key, Dad? Because she's a suburban girl. She's not hot wiring cars. What? <laughs> she's sneaking she went- into her neighbors at two o'clock. Listen, she was not going to be gaslit by parents as the people are wanting to do in this franchise. She was like, no, fuck you, dad. No, things are, things are popping off. Shit's happening. Do something with these demons. I am a kid. I am a child. Where I, are you, father? What? I nearly had a uh, fucking uh, chandelier dropped on my head. I've had a boy sneak in my bed. I've had <laughs> a car try to kill me. When Catherine Newton comes to the genre... <laughs> She goes through it. She's never been like, oh, no, disposable friend number two. The bitch is on a journey always, and I respect that. (laughs) Truly. She ain't taking nobody's shit. Listen, listen. Red jacket or no red jacket? (laughs) Toby or no Toby? (laughs) She ain't come to play with us fools. (laughs) Um, I did think that it was fun, the use of the, um, is it the Xbox? Uh, What were those those called? I don't remember the game system they had. The the motion thing that they had. Anyway, I'm pretty sure it was on Xbox because I never had it. I had, play, I had PlayStation. Anyway. That's um, sad. Wah, 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 I, I like wah. PlayStation. I don't like <laughs> Xbox. My hands are too tiny They're, for those big old controllers. Same. Those controllers were the size of pizza boxes. And they were like, why you can't win at Halo? It's like, because I can't reach the buttons in Halo, bitch. <laughs> I am a dainty girl, apparently. <laughs> That's why I like PlayStation. Uh, but anyway, I thought that I thought that was a fun use of like very 2011 technology, and I thought they could have gone a little further with that, especially when they were like the two boys were playing with Toby on the yeah, like that could have been creepy. That's my other thing. These two boys are living in a 2011 fantasy. Um, by then, kids were hooked to devices, like they just were. I don't have kids, but I saw those little bastards in the grocery stores and the doctor's offices hooked to things. Um, and also, as children, we were on the Game Boy Colors and things. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they are not connected to a TV computer of some sort and now they're playing with demons makes me wonder what kind of parenting is happening in this home. Well, none, obviously. I mean, shit. Were the parents ever home? Just long enough to fight and cut peppers. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> she made a bunch of peppers for dinner. <laughs> Because, like, they weren't home when the little girl got cut, caught in the barrage. They weren't home when little boys snuck. They, the, the boys were like, oh, it's time to go. i got to go over to this other house now so Katie can get you possessed. <laughs> they were never home. That part of me was like, why, don't you call, why aren't you calling your parents? But then I was like, oh, okay, now I've seen her parents. That's why she's not calling them. Listen, <laughs> she's alone in this op. No. 
I, I, I do want to circle back to Katie's hair, though, because Katie had a glow up. I don't know what this demon's been doing for her, but her skin is clear. Her hair is glossy. Good she's good. a little bit toned. Mm-hmm. She's like, been I don't... people around. Listen, it's good for arms. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, Toby's helping her get it together. And I was like, good, madam, are you are you on the apps? Are you moving on? Is how you get your groove back? How Katie gets her groove back? <laughs> With Toby and friends? <laughs> <laughs> she's looking right. I just want to give yeah. that after a compliment. Look, <laughs> she looked good. She did. May all of the possessed people have a glow up like that. Oh. Katie, Katie Featherston, you go know, look at you, girl. Listen, um, she was like, I'm coming back for the fourth movie. You know, what I'm not gonna do look the way I used to. <laughs> yeah, and I, I mean, I did like that they connected it back to the original storyline. I thought, I mean, that was cool. I'm good with that. I think that this movie had potential. It had good moments it just was not uh, maybe it's because they're going up against like three fantastic first three films and then like so this one kind of had a the world working against it from the very beginning listen um i had i had many concerns (laughs) i i just i also i so i did a little bit of digging and christopher landon was the director of Freaky, and he directs the next movie um, in this franchise. Mm. And I believe he's in this one, because he keeps showing up. But I, again, I don't remember all the things that I saw. Um, <laughs> um, but I don't, I don't think he directed this mess. I don't think he directed this one. Let me double check, because for all I know, I'm saying that. And he's like, bitch, that was my first movie. How could <laughs> <did> you do? <laughs> um, no, he did not direct. Because no. um, he's listed on the cast page. He wrote the screenplay. He did? Yes. Okay, I was just going to say it's a cute little freaky connection because like, we know Catherine Newton is here, but Christopher right. Landon also. Because I, I know that name because I listen to Attack of the Queer Wolf now. So Michael Kennedy brings up that name um, when, talking about, when they're talking about freaky because that's the baby that we should all be seeing and supporting. Yes. So like, people do have glow-ups. This, is, this happened, yes. but people moved on and moved upwards. Yes, he wrote the screenplay... Uh, Henry Joost and Ariel Shulman were the directors. Ah, yeah. okay. So there you go. <laughs> and we don't know what happened because, again, the first three were fine. And also, it's a franchise, and franchises do different quality every once in a while. Yeah. Someone's got to bed bullet. Like, you have to get for the team. <laughs> Keep it going. <laughs> I do love that someone is credited as Shadow Boy. <laughs> Ty Dawson is Shadow Boy. I love that somebody's called Witch, Georgia K. <laughs> That's what also, I want to be. I want to be credited as Witch. People <laughs> call me a witch. I don't know who French Stewart was in this movie because I know French Stewart's face. I don't remember seeing him in this movie anywhere. So maybe it's a deleted scene out there that did not mm-hmm. make it into the cut we saw. Mm-hmm. But look at this cast list. I'm like, this cast is not this big. Like, who, I never have these people. <laughs> right, who is Tara? Right? Because I would have loved to see a brown person somewhere in this all white movie. Right, Alicia Bow, and because it would have stood out to us, would have been like, oh, as somebody who counts the brown people in these white ass movies, I would have been like, there was one person of color. Whoop whoop. I also appreciate how the mom Holly, who was Alexandra Lee, looks a lot like Virginia Madison, um, who people mostly know from the original Candyman. Mm, she did. Yeah, they could be sisters. I thought it was her for a minute, and I was like, wait, how old is this? Because was Virginia Madsen playing mom roles then? Because I don't understand timelines. I think Virginia Madsen is just forever a mom. She's forever mom age. <laughs> I think so. I think so. And she deserves um, I mean, to be a cool yes. mom. 
Yes, agreed. Yeah, like she's the mom you want to see in like the Kill Bill situation where she like pulls out a katana and a cigarette and is like, let's fucking go. I would love that. Kill Bill 3, let's do it. L- listen, listen, Uma's ready. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, they'll do it. They're all down, I'm sure. Right? But yeah, I just wanted to point that out because that's a weird little crossover. And I know that you love Freaky. I I like Freaky. You love Freaky, though. And so I was like, that's a weird little crossover. There's so many people in this movie that I have no idea who they are. This cast, this is a lie. This movie was two. This movie was Sarah? Who the fuck was Sarah? Who the fuck is Sarah? Maybe. Okay, wait. Maybe these women were like the women. There's like the woman that says, How can I help you at 2 a.m.? Listen. (laughs) Front yard. That might have been Sarah. Also, Mika Micah wasn't in this one. Why is he here? Oh, is he credited? Yeah, there was even a flashback. Yeah, because they, they just flashback to when um, Katie the kills the, yeah, when Katie kills the sister and the dad. I think there are more deleted scenes than what we saw in our unrated, unedited well, version. They can stay deleted. <laughs> I'm not going to track them down, but I think that in order to make this cast page make sense, they have to be there because I didn't see half these fools. Same. Also, Toby is played by Frank Welker. I know but, that. Why? Why? What? Because I thought Toby was Shadow Boy. Who is Shadow Boy? There's two Shadow Boys. There's too many Shadow Boys in the kitchen. But also Ty Dawson as Shadow Boy. Look at his headshot. If y'all Google he, Ty Dawson, T Y Dawson, like Dawson. He doing Creek. the damn thing. Listen, he's a little like who does little model? I don't understand. I need him to slow his roll. He is five. Like <laughs> I need him to not be more stylish than me and give hey, me those glasses. Right? He's got some good headshots. Listen, who who is doing his, these? His IMDb page. He's got seven headshots. And he's only been in four movies. <laughs> Three to grow on. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Most of those TV he's been in. <laughs> Listen, um, look for the Ty Dawson's headshots if you are near the mini Hopolis area um, and you have a special discount for podcasters who are poor, let me know. <laughs> let me know. I want to look like this. But yeah, I didn't see him in this movie. Because um. <laughs> he was in the shadows. He was in the shadows. <laughs> Oh gosh! But Who's yeah. Derek? Again, I, I don't know who half these people are. I I'll give you Christy Ray because the sister wasn't the flashback, even though she was holding the baby and then got thrown. Um, That's true. Mika Micah was not here. Yeah, Mika Micah was not in this movie. Anyway. I, one of my favorite scenes in this movie, um, and not for good reasons, but one of my favorite scenes <laughs> is when Toby's doing the heavy breathing thing and the hair is moving on that person. And they reminded me of like LaBob being like, why are they always like, I think someone's beside me when shit's blowing around and you can hear Toby being like, <sighs> and I'm like That's when the mom died. Right? That's when he said, bloop, and splat on the floor. Listen, she too hit the ceiling. <laughs> I love that the ceiling snatches got bigger as it went. First a knife, then a book, then a person. <laughs> True. Oh, can we talk about the? I I also think having money hurt this movie. They had money. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, they had more money than like the first one. Did they though? <laughs> they didn't use it correctly. Because that scene where like it's, it's at the very end 
when uh, she snuck over to try and find uh, Wyatt. And she is in this room and she looks over and Katie's standing there. She runs at her. Katie's face like changes. That was not a good effect. None of the effects were good. Okay, according to Wikipedia, the budget was five million for this movie. Uh, I pull up the budget for three. Also, five million for three. That, that tracks. I could see that. Yeah, three spent that money. Um, yeah, <laughs> that was not that, a three did it correctly, in my opinion. Three was like, we know what we're doing. Let's go. Let's go. Um, oh, two had three million. Okay. Again, these are all Wikipedia, y'all, so don't be adding me if you was like on the movie or you know shit. Um, <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. The first one was definitely an actual indie movie, though. Um, according to Wikipedia, yeah. the budget for the first one, <laughs> um, the production had 15 grand, post production had 215 grand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They had nobody. Yeah. <laughs> That's why they were using fucking uh, flour. Listen, <laughs> they couldn't flour- afford salt. Flower is effective when you are making a horror movie with no money because we are all like, are those footprints? Oh no, turn this off. This is a cursed image. <laughs> yeah. So at this point, I just think they spit it in the wrong places. Yeah, in the wrong movie. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I we have seen worse movies, to be fair. Um, but we've seen worse movies that you that spent more money. So Listen. you know, what can you say? There's nothing more awkward than a giant blockbuster that has like oodles and oodles of millions of dollars, and it's it terrible. is maybe two scenes worth talking about. Right. <laughs> or the outfits are cute, and nobody else knows to say about anything else. Right. Those like, costumes are real cute. Right? If you spend $30 million on a movie, and people walk out being like, oh my god, that dress was awesome, what have we done? Like, right. <laughs> what right. have we done? <laughs> but yeah, I... Because, yeah, there were so many, I don't know. This was also the longest movie. Um, Even without it being the unedited, unrated version, it's still the longest one of the four. And I think it needed less time than any of them. Yes. because Well, yeah. I'm trying not to get to say my hot take. So. <laughs> <laughs> I keep, like, almost saying it. But, nope, I don't want to say that yet. <laughs> I mean, while we're, while we're sort of at a pause, how would you rank these first four? Because this is where we're stopping this train, it seems. Unless our listeners are like, we want you to finish this franchise. We want it now. And then we'll figure it out next season. But like, because we're stopping here at this point in time, how would you rank these first four? The fir- Okay, I'm going to say this. My, the first three are all very tight. So like, it's kind of picking your best child. <laughs> but I would rank right now trip. on my... <laughs> On my letterboxed, my ranking is three, two, one, four. You're such a good girl with the letterboxed. I wish I was that way. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Because it lets me make lists and rank things. And I don't know why I love that so much, but I do. <laughs> but yeah. The first three are very, are very like, they could be interchangeable in points. But like, four is definitely the last one. I go back and forth on three because some days three really hits and some days it just barely misses. And so like, that's why I never know. And it depends on the day of the week and who I am in that part in time of the day <laughs> um, for those first three. This one's always the bottom. <laughs> yeah, same, same. Like, 
No, I, I think that I think that one is definitely the moment. Um, and two and three are interchangeable sometimes, but usually two is winning because there's something about two. And I, I don't know if it's because we see the other half of that first story for me, or mm. if it's because those creepy kids in three are too much for me and we know I feel about creepy kids. <laughs> I was also mad at three for being too obvious with grandma. Cause that is true. I'll give you we, that. Yeah, because the second I met her, I was like, I don't like her. She's a witch. And then they were like, don't trust her. She's a witch. I'm like, duh, duh. <laughs> I've been on this train. Right? Like you told me nothing new. Like <laughs> you, you've done nothing. <laughs> yeah, for me, I think I love three because I love going backwards in time. And I thought they they like I said, I think they spent because they had the same, yeah, they had the same amount of budget as this film. And they spent it in the correct areas. They made that house look like straight up from the 80s. All the costumes were period. So, and the, the effects all worked for what they needed it to do. And for me, two is probably maybe the scarier one of the three, but it's like, it's non, it's nonstop. Like it's go, 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 go. For, for me, one is, I, you can't argue that it, I mean, it began the franchise, you know, you can't say it's a bad movie when it started with this huge franchise that's, Still going for some reason. Uh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, fuck with the original. I think that I think that sometimes the first movie we don't see the potential, and then we see the things that make it the movie later on in the franchise, which I hate because like I feel like sometimes we rely on franchises a little bit too much. Sometimes it doesn't need to be a standalone. Like Josh Conkle was saying when we had them on for Friday the Part Two. But that sometimes it is scary to just have like the solo movie. Like, can you imagine Michael Myers with a one and done? Mm-hmm. Right. And we wouldn't have all these like random misses in the franchise. We wouldn't be like Buster Rhymes karate chopped him. Ha ha ha. <laughs> um, we would just be like the night he came home and he fucked some shit up, and we would all be like, ah oh, no. <laughs> it's true. Tyra Banks smiles at him. Cool. <laughs> um, when the mask went through some rough patches in <laughs> three and four and five, and I was like, Michael, are you stressed? You can take a vacation, boo. Um, <laughs> take a year off. Take a year off. Right, right. I, yeah, no, I agree. I think sometimes, like, uh, I think a better example is The Strangers. Mm-hmm. I haven't even seen, I haven't watched the sequel. I've heard some things, but like, I think The Strangers is just a better one-and-done movie. Yes. I saw the sequel finally. I didn't want to, but I did because I was like, you know what? I was doing the horror queers, mm. not advent calendar, advent calendar, and I was like, mm. I need a sequel, and I haven't seen this one, so let's go. Right. Because um, it was also 31 days of new movies to me, which I fucked up the hashtags. Nobody even knows what I watched, but I was there in spirit. Um, <laughs> I did not like the sequel. A lot of people love it, and I, I think that sometimes, especially as fans, we we have a biasy. And so, or a bias, that's a word, an actual <laughs> word, as a bias. We have a bias towards something. And so we want to root for it, no matter what. And I'm just like, you, she can still be your friend, but also you can tell your friend she's a little bit busted. Right. It's okay to criticize things you love. Yeah, especially if it's constructive. Because it's one thing to just be like a little asshole. Like, I before we hopped on here, I was on Twitter, and somebody was coming at Travis Stevens in his DMs about the girl on the third floor and why the house is orgasming and it's the worst movie he's ever seen. Oh, I saw you. Yeah, I saw that. And I was like, I want to watch an orgasming house because I ain't seen it since like original w- a viewing and I was drunk then. So I should be a little bit more sober and see it again. Right. 
Yeah, people people are weird. <laughs> yeah, no, because you can't work with this is the worst movie I've ever seen. What don't you like about it? Let's go there and see right. if you have actual things or if you're just being a little asshole on the internet. Most people just want to be trolls on the internet. <laughs> they want to be seen so bad. They don't understand that sometimes being seen as an asshole is not the move. <laughs> it's not the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. All right. Should we get into hot takes? Uh, we can mosey that direction. Let's let's uh, let's see what we're talking about here. Yeah, let's get spicy. My hot take. At least it's not next of kin. <laughs> I can give this movie that. Um, because next of kin exists, I can definitely remember that as the worst of this franchise, no matter what else happens between here and then. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I think, you know, for me, this is on my hot take. What makes paranormal activity an effective film and an effective franchise? And what they do better than most any other horror franchise or movie in general is the building of tension and the payoff of that. This one has had the least amount of payoff of any other of, of, the, of the first three by a long shot. There was hardly any tension building. It was a lot. They, they depended a lot on more just... Um, I, I know that the friend, I'm going to say this, but I know it kind of contradicts something I've already said, but stay with me. The, the franchise relies a lot on jump scares, but this one relies on the kind of jump scares that don't have any buildup before it. Like this relies on the jump scares. It's supposed to be like, I'm walking down the street and boom, that, that you know, this thing happens as opposed to, Building tension, building tension, building tension, building tension, jump scare. Like that to me, the building of tension, it was missing. And so the payoffs and the jump scares didn't work. That is why this movie is not as good as the first three, 100%. I think that, and I think that we just lose sight of our central family because Katie has what, three, four scenes? Yeah, barely any. And we don't know the little boy enough to be like, oh yeah, that's continuing this family. Because as most franchises um, are, this one is dependent on a certain family who's carrying us through. They are our through line. They are our, um, they are our lifeline. And so like, we're following them. So we just throw us out here with baby face Catherine Newton, um, who's doing what she can. <laughs> We're, we're floating at sea. We're just like, what is happening? Is that a shark? Oh no, let's jump the shark. And I think that <laughs> I think that we needed to figure out what we needed to continue the story that we had, as opposed to we got a woman ran off with a baby and she got a new wig. Let's figure it out from there. <laughs> um, that did not that did not get the girls together. Yeah. And like again, Twitter is divided on this as any other horror movie, because like when I said I was watching it, some people were like, it's not as bad people say it is. And so many other people were like, this was the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> so, I will say this is by far not the worst movie I've ever seen. I uh, wish. I wish this was the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> These eyes have lived. <laughs> but yeah, this felt like a movie that the studio ordered that the artist didn't want to make. It, it felt like a movie that was made because the other three were successful. Yes. And they were like, well, you could just cash in again. And that's always a dangerous game to play because, I mean, like, yeah, most of us will keep showing up, but some of us won't. 
Or, or you'll become like a. I hate to say this because I love this franchise. Well, I, I I won't say I love it. I respect this franchise, but you could you run the you run the risk of becoming a Friday the Thirteenth, whereby like Friday the Thirteenth Nine, you're really just funny. Listen, and that is that is a thing that I think that anybody who finds themselves helming a franchise needs to be aware of is that either you can you can keep trying to make the scares or you can just sort of become part of the cog and just be like, people are gonna show up, let's have some laughs. Um, which I I don't usually go in for. Um, I think the only person who's ever navigated it away from <laughs> something semi-terrified in the like funny waters and campy wisdom is of course Don Mancini. Um because like Daddy Mancini knows what he's doing with fucking Chucky. And so I'll allow that. Um and I will give it all my money while it's always open. But like everybody else, I'm gonna need y'all to figure it out because like I, I grew up as a Freddy Krueger kid. Clearly we are on a podcast which we fought for the name for, which is an Elm Street <laughs> reference and a First Street reference. Um <laughs> Um, but also, Freddie sometimes is just like, I'm doing too fucking much now. And I'm like, really, Freddie? Really? Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so you got to you gotta figure out when it's time to bow out, I think. And that's, that's hard because I, as a poor, I can only imagine what it's like to see so many zeros coming at you for another movie you might not want to do. Right. <laughs> yeah. This is no shade to the creators who were paid to make this movie because like, Hey, make your money, honey. I get it. Like we all got to make our dollars, but like, I, it, it's the studio that I question. And really, and, and you know what? I don't really question that because the fucking studio, it's all about money. How can I make money? What's going to make me money as opposed to what's makes a good film. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They are always the ones pushing um, stuff that doesn't need to be pushed. Because, like, somewhere a studio exec was like, we're going to take Chucky from Mancini, and it's going to be fine. And that's why we have Aubrey Plaza doing something that should not be done. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, yeah, the remake. <laughs> yeah, which nobody asked for, and nobody wanted, and nobody watched. <laughs> so, like, I think that there needs to, I don't want it to become a thing where it's like, listen to the fans or else. Because sometimes fans don't know what's good for a franchise or a movie. Scream 5 had a good point. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Because I, I know that I am very much of we can't live happily forever after and keep making fucking movies in a franchise. Which is why I read a whole piece for Scream saying we killed one of the top three. Because they've lived too many times. We're not in danger anymore, so what are we doing? And I don't want to ruin anything, but like radio silence was like, bitch, we already did that. Move on. Oh. <laughs> Give us a minute, girl. The movie ain't even out yet. Right? They was like, you ain't writing nothing new, bitch. We, we've we been done. We's in post. This is coming out next month. Who are you talking to? Um, <laughs> keep our name out your mouth. And I was like, are you right? Are you right? Oh. <laughs> but like... I think that a lot of fans are just forever and always like, no, I need this comfort. And it's it's hard because like you have to figure out what makes a good movie versus what alienates your audience, but also is your audience on board for a good movie? Or do they just want to show up and be like, Freddie did the dance, Freddie did the dance. Um, so yeah. <laughs> and you know, I think you know, there could be a place for both of those things. I just wish <sighs> capitalism. I wish that the real evil. 
the true horror of the world. <laughs> I just because like, yeah, I if someone if someone told me I want to make a film that is going to be fan service the whole way through, and that's what I, that's what I as an artist want to do. Great, perfect. You do that because you're going to put your heart and soul into that fan service and make it the best fucking fan service movie you can do. If you come up to me and say, I want to do a edgy, new uh, thriller that no one's ever seen before because da 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 Perfect. That's great because you're going to put your heart and soul into it. I just hate that a studio is dictating what artists make. And it, I hate that so fucking much. Until, you, until you're rich and famous like Jordan Peele and then you can do whatever the fuck you want. But it's like, what about all these small, uh, you know, look, uh, indie artists who don't, who can't do that, you know? I, uh. But also, does he get to do whatever he wants? Because again, he is beholden to a studio exec somewhere. A producer somewhere is in his shit constantly. And so having to navigate that, because yes, Monkey Paw is big. Monkey Paw is king. Um, but also they work a lot with like Blumhouse and other places that have mm, questionable true. tastes. And so you don't know what's being negotiated and what's being lost ever. Because um, at the end of the day, a studio is basically every boss we've ever had telling us to come in because they don't care for shit that we're sick and <laughs> they don't care what we want to do. They don't care what our real ministry of life is. They want us to answer the phones and shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> and if they can't get that, then they will find somebody who will give them that. And so I, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's sticky. It's icky. And it's gross. Yeah, and that's true. I, Capitalism works for no one. No, I mean, honestly, it doesn't even really work for the people that think it works for them. No, they they have Stockholm syndrome, and they're like, I get to buy whatever I want. So I don't give no shits. But anyway, right. this devolved from this movie to capitalism, and so we should probably get the fuck out of this episode because we're recording another one. All right, that is our thoughts on Paranormal Activity Four, capitalism, Jordan Peele. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what else are we talking about this movie? Everything. Everything. Which is uh, I'm drinking fruit salads because I ain't got no stove. I don't know what we did. <laughs> I love it. All right, yes. And again, thank you everyone for listening. <sighs> well, uh, next week we'll be covering Hellraiser. Why are we doing that, Sheree? We're doing it because the wheel told us to. We're carrying on with the summer of surprise. Motherfuckers silently or in parentheses. I'm a surprise. <laughs> We spun a wheel on Thursday, Thursday, and it chose four movies from our list of movies we wanted to cover. And so that's what y'all are getting this good summer. All summer fucking long. You're welcome, Boom. ladies. Hellraiser next week. See y'all there. And as always, make sure that you stay fierce out there. Bye.